What's up, junkies? Welcome back in for another edition of Pigskin Junkies. Myself, Michael Larson, the big brother, Jared Larson, and Scott Panza here to uh, talk about the the weekend of football and then also preview the Monday night national championship game, which just lovingly <coughs> kicks off at 8 p.m. for us East Coast people. So if you want to watch the whole game, you can say goodbye Good to luck. your day of work on Tuesday. Yeah, forget about it. Yeah, forget all about that. Mm-hmm. You're not the target market, like uh, it's all the college kids, bro. That's <laughs> yeah, fair, bro. But um, <laughs> so let's dive into it, fellas. So we're at halftime of the Seahawks Packers game. It's currently twenty-one-three. Uh, Jared and Scott, you guys are getting on Eagles second half, correct? Uh, Seahawks second half. Did you uh, say Eagles? Hey. You did say Eagles. It's okay. I'm the, it's I'm the, yeah, I was just saying, I, I'm, in the, I'm in the middle of click, click, clicking currently. Yeah. So if I'm distracted, I uh, apologize. Well, yeah, I caught, I caught uh, Seahawks minus three and a half. Uh, I think they're going to come back. And we've seen that the Packers, um, they haven't made second half adjustments. I expect the Seahawks to come out with a little bit of, a bit more spark here in the second half. But we're recording this at halftime because I, I'm a big softie and I'm about to go to bed. So I'll wake up at 2 a.m., check the score, and go back to bed. <laughs> Brian Schottenheimer, or whoever the hell this guy is, whatever his name is, I know I mess it up every Not time. Kyle Shanahan. Should be fired tomorrow. Fired. Russell Wilson, before the two-minute drive, was 5 of 10. Fat Marshawn Lynch was six rushes for 12 yards. What is going on? Uh, Not that hard. Yeah, you know, now that they're going to be forced to throw, that uh, hopefully. It's the game script they have every week. I I tweeted it out earlier. Schottenheimer is just – He's determined to continue his mistakes that he made in Dallas last year. Now that you know the problem is that they're going to fire him. They're going to lose out on all the good offensive coordinators because they're all going to get signed away. Because all now the the all the teams that had head coaching up uh, vacancies, they've they filled all those roles. So you're going to get only the trash dump heap of OCs to come fill in. So Freddie Kitchens, welcome, welcome to Seattle. Ah. <laughs> uh... Do you think people are still interviewing Stefanski for a head coaching job after this weekend? He, he, he got, got the a head coach. Yeah, he got the Cleveland job. Wait, what? Yeah. Like, what, okay, so. Mike is still in his hangover days. No, yeah. I, oh, I wish I could say I was, I'm hungover, but I think I have a cold or something. I don't know oh, if you guys man. can tell by my voice, but yeah, I feel Jack like Daniels death. Cold. Huh? I had that one before. I no. said the Jack Daniels cold. No, I had that one I wish I could say it was <laughs> a hangover. But that usually I cure myself Maybe. of with two Advil, and I took care of that this morning. It's my uh, my body feels Maybe like it's on fire. Cousin, Jim Beam, no. his good friend, James uh, Beam. No. Depends no, on what kind of wedding. Uh, it's it's it's, it was no, a nice one, classy. No changing Jared's mind to the fact that I'm actually sick and burning <laughs> up currently, so we're just going to move along um, to talking so about yeah, the Stephans game that got hired by the Browns. Yeah. Horrible. Give him two years. Unbelievable. I give him two That's years. so Pops. bad. Sweet. I wonder who we're going to hire. I'm all Somebody in. Somebody better than him, probably. It won't be hard. Well, Pat Schirmer just went to the Broncos today, so he's out of it. That's fine. Maybe we, maybe we bring Jay. Reunite him with old Kirky boy. Why not just uh, move Kubiak into the OC role? I think they'd probably move his son up to the OC job. Ah, we'll nice. 
This, this is how the this the game works. This is how the game works. Um, that's crazy. I mean, Stefanski's been with the Vikings since Brad Childers was the head coach. So it's going to be different going from <laughs> one tragic team to another. It's going to be great. <clears throat> so Vikings get pretty much manhandled. Uh, the offensive line, from what I was able to watch, looked like a wet paper towel. Is that an accurate uh, description? That they were they were owned all day by. Uh, I mean, they just could they couldn't move the ball. They had five first downs late into the fourth quarter. It was it was pretty uh, it was pretty rough to watch. And um, you know the Jimmy Garoppolo, they really really kept him low key in the second half. They were just pounding the rock relentlessly, and they weren't letting him make any mistakes. So uh, a little bit of an indictment on uh, Jimmy GQ, but uh, I don't think it matters with who they're going to play in the next round. I think they're going to just uh, dump all over the Seahawks or the Packers. So now it's just a matter of who they're going to see in the, the Super Bowl. So uh, the Niners played it as, as, I, as I thought they would. I had a money line. I had them spread. And, you know, I had uh, all the geniuses on Twitter saying that the Vikings were coming in hot. I'm sorry, Micah, but uh, I didn't see too much fight out of them. Yeah, the offense looked a lot more like uh, they did against Green Bay in week 17. 16. Very 16. 17. 16. Yeah, 16. Than they, did against, uh, than they did against the Saints in the first round of the playoffs. So... I mean, I look. I with a quarterback like Kirk Cousins, I don't think anybody should be surprised that you get wide ranges of performances, and that's what happened. They weren't able to run the ball. They forced him into to Kirky beating him, and he didn't do it. I don't. Uh, not really any other way to say it. <laughs> that's the game and, plan. And uh, yeah, I mean that's the game plan. And look, he didn't beat him. So uh, I don't think the Niners did anything absurd on offense. Uh, they were able to move the ball. With some regularity, there were some really nice catches made by Debo Samuel, um, and this use check guy out of the backfield seemed to do uh, a number on the Vikings defense. So, you know, I, again, I, I, I'm with Scott. I, I don't think either of the teams that are in the other side of the bracket really pose them any threat, and I would expect them to uh, to move on to the to the Super Bowl. I'll be interested to see what the lines are uh, later on tonight. I wish I could. My phone would be working so I could pull up this stat, but I'm pretty sure Kirk was actually 21 of 28, or something like that. I mean, his stat sheet wasn't. And I know Scott stats are for losers, but um, <laughs> I mean, if you look on the paper, it's it's truthfully, it's not like he played god awful and lost us the if, game. It's just if, if you, you want to, um, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Scott. I say, if you want to talk box scores, then the next one is a doozy for you. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember looking at my phone being like, holy cow, the Titans are up. And just kind of waiting for it to change. And then I check again like 30 minutes later. Oh, they're still up by like more than what they were originally. So, uh, I mean, our money line, the can't lose money line parlay lost yeah. in the, on the first night. Lost. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Mike, I got, I got the stats here. 21 to 29 for 172. So yes, high completion rate, but uh, yeah, yards per attempt there are probably like three three point one, yeah. and took six sacks for negative forty six yards. Yeah. Brian Schoenheimer just committed to running the football. Second and ten, Marshawn Lynch up <laughs> the gut for four yards. Brilliant. You're getting Brilliant. like you're getting clowned on the road, dude. Like throw the ball, man. Where's the urgency? Just where is it? But whatever. Uh, next game, I mean, Titans <sighs> talk about playing with some energy. I loved what I saw from Derrick Henry. 
Uh, Ryan at Tanhill just did enough, covered the 10 first half. This is what I was really all over all weekend was first half, Titans plus six. I thought the long layoff was going to have an impact on the, the Ravens, and it, I, it sure felt like it did because they came out slow and they came out flat. Now, all the the other analytics geniuses out there won't talk about and tweet it out today, but the first two drives, interception and da- uh, turnover on down. So, you know, those are, you know, that's and they both led to touchdowns. So swung the game in favor of the Titans quickly, and what the Titans wanted to do, they wanted to play from ahead, and they just controlled the clock, and they just uh, imposed their will on the Ravens. Now, on the flip side, the anti-Lamar Jackson people are going to say this game is an indictment of him. You know, Tom Brady lost to Mark Sanchez in the playoffs at home. You know, sometimes you just lay duds. This is his second year in the NFL. I'm still, I still think that he's going to be a stud in the league, but I'm not all the way on the other end where all the people are circling uh, the wagon saying that he's the best quarterback ever, MVP. Oh my God, look at me, look at me. I called this, I called this. Well, he's 0 2 in the playoffs. He's still got to show it. Still take Mahomes over him. Um, was uh, banging the drum on the Chiefs over the Ravens last week. So, you know, I'm. As a Pats fan, as someone that has friends down in uh, Baltimore, I was thrilled with the outcome. But, you know, don't overreact too much. I mean, the Titans just had their number, and I think that it lends more credence to don't rest all your starters in Week 17 if you know you're going to have a bye. I think uh, the Colts used to do it with Tony Dungy when he was a coach there. They just It's another example, and I think it's a bad move. The one-week layoff is enough to get your guys rested. Two weeks, I think they were flat, and that showed. And they faced the Titans team that just had a lot more energy and a lot more attitude than them last night. Yeah, I would agree with Scott. I mean, and I don't think it's resulting either. I think we said week 17, if you know you're going to have a bye, I don't see a whole lot of reason to rest your players. Like, get them out there at least for a half, get the juices flowing, get the prep time, get the routine process, whatever it is. Because two and what amounts to three weeks off uh, in the NFL really – is is a tough issue for a lot of teams to get that mojo back and get going. And you saw that last night with the Ravens. Uh, Titans jumped out 14 nothing. Uh, and look, you can complicate this a lot of different ways. Ravens turned the ball over three times. They didn't take it away. They didn't take it away once, and they were 0 for four uh, on fourth down conversions uh, during the season. They were, I believe, a perfect eight for eight or seven for eight or something to that effect. Um, so you're extremely high leverage plays in a football game, which are turnovers and fourth downs, all went against the Ravens. Uh, I don't know what it is with this Titans defense, but they stonewalled the Patriots uh, in those short yardage and goal line situations, and they did it again last night against the Ravens. So uh, very, very impressive. Uh, I can't wait to see them with that short yardage defense next week uh, against the Chiefs because um, it's going to be strength on strength, offense versus defense. So, I mean, look, if this team gets up and can just turn around and hand it to Derrick Henry, that is a significant uh, chart or flow advantage to to a football game. So, um, yeah, they kind of punched him in the mouth, and, and the Ravens weren't able to respond. And uh, candidly, I was surprised they only scored 12 points. I think that's kind of where I would side with Scott, where obviously Lamar Jackson didn't have his best game. I'm not ready to – say that he stinks or they stink or, you know I, I think they'll win a ton of games again next year uh, but it's going to be very difficult to win in playoff games when you turn it over three times you don't take it away and you go for four on fourth down it's true that yeah, is I mean, true that's... well I think to Scott's point too when you get behind the eight ball 
and you get one dimensional, it it's can be very difficult. A little bit. Yeah. Yep. Can be very very difficult. Um, so just as we predicted, Baltimore is going home, and there was a chance <laughs> that the stinking <laughs> AFC Championship game was almost played in Houston. Oh, the meltdown Whoa. today on Twitter when it was 24 nothing <laughs> that everyone had to sit through. <laughs> Titans-Texans was was hilarious. And then within minutes, it was 24-21, and the Chiefs were steamrolling back. And as soon as they went up at right before halftime, you just knew that game was over. So um was on the Chiefs. I wasn't buying the Texans. Bill O'Brien, you know what? Uh, everyone's making a big deal about Eric Bieniemy not getting uh, a head coaching job. Frankly, the Texans should wax Bill O'Brien, <laughs> and then there you go, Eric Bieniemy step right in, Deshaun Watson. Let's see what that offense can do, and you know the defense. The, their defense looked like straight dookie all day today. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, um, very very entertaining game. I'm thrilled to see. Uh, you know, the Chiefs didn't uh, blow it when uh, the Pats opened the door for them and let the Texans come on in, and now they get a home game in the AFC Championship, and we can stop torturing Chiefs fans. But uh, I'm, uh, I'm, I'll definitely be pulling and uh, buying uh, the Titans for next week. It looks like the spread's going to open around eight or nine. Uh, I'll probably start at a little taste and then to dive a little bit more into that game. Yeah, uh, I mean, look, if Bill O'Brien should be fired, you get 24 nothing on the road like that, literally handed the game on a platter, and that defense could not stop a And nosebleed. lose by 20. Not only get that, boat race by 20. Spotted 24, give up 41 answer, unanswered, and then just get boat raced out of there. They, uh, Kansas City, on the first drive, had a third down. That was a blatant drop. Would have been a first down. Who knows what happens after that? Second drive, third down, blatant drop. Who knows what happens after that? I believe they proceeded to score touchdowns on the immediate seven possessions following those two drops. So, and then, you know, it's the end of the game stuff where they're up by a million and they're running it and who cares. Kansas City's great. Uh, I said I was on them at eight. I said I would buy some more at 10. I did. Uh, look, we gave some money. We we got back what we lost on the uh, can't lose parlay between Ravens and, and Chiefs. So, um, had Packers. Um, I mean, pretty good weekend. I had the Niners dead wrong on Baltimore. I don't really know what to say on that. Uh, Kansas City certainly made your balls jump a little bit at the beginning of the game, but uh, they got to the window, which is in this stuff all that really matters. And then uh, we're sitting here with a Green Bay ticket and and coming back on Seattle. So, and I'm seeing fourth and one, just prancing it right down the field. Unbelievable. Um, One, but you know, on on second down here, they ran the ball up the middle for Marshawn Lynch. Guess what? He got no yards. So brilliant. Like who? It's amazing to me. Uh, Anyway, so they got it to one. Okay, they got first and goal. Anyway, so yeah, I mean, good weekend. I'm I'm pretty pumped for the for the games next weekend. Uh, I think they'll be great. I got some golf in the afternoon, and then uh, and then I'll be settling in to. uh, to Love see it. what's going on. That sounds but pretty I, good. I, I'm excited to see you. Touchdown. Touch, this is great live radio here. Our yeah. great live podcasting. Touchdown, uh, Seattle. Unbelievable. So I just, it's, I mean, I guess it's like from a betting perspective, this is great because I can script out the games almost to a T what's going to happen. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's like maybe I want them to keep Schottenheimer just so I can keep making money on them. Well, you know, uh, the, the crazy pump, thing. 
about the uh, that Chiefs game, and you kind of talked about it, Jared, was they had, so I saw it was 24 nothing, and I hadn't been watching. And I was like, oh, okay, I should probably put this on. And right when I turned it on, the um, Chiefs had that nice punt return. They went two plays, scored a touchdown, and then it was they forced a three and out, touchdown. They ran the fake punt, whatever it was. Touchdown. Touchdown, yeah. kickoff, fumble, touchdown. Three touchdowns in three minutes, and you went from 24 nothing to 24-21. Yeah, to like hammerlock to, oh, shit, now we're going to yeah. lose. Yeah, and yeah. then you could just tell it was like, and, you know, tight butthole moment. Everyone was like, oh, like, crap. We kind of let up a little it bit. It was quiet in there at 24 nothing though. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I saw a thing on, uh, I think it was Twitter, that a guy, he's a Chiefs fan, and he went to the game, and he was like, I'm bad luck. Because I think he had a streak like me this year where he went to – with me with Auburn every game I went to he lost ah. um, and I guess it was just one of those deals with him so when it was 24 nothing, he left he's like this is on me I'm bad luck oh. he left no way and then they went on to do all that so I don't think that guy's ever going to a Chiefs game ever again don't never. don't do it if, if that if that happened to me I, he can bet he can bet I would never step foot in US Bank Stadium ever again um, but that brings us to uh, the matchup tomorrow night and Scott you can chime in on this if you want uh, I just saw a video of them playing Neck on Bourbon Street, and I cannot wait. Dope. I I got LSU five and a half. Uh, uh, I, sorry, I wait, Scott. No, no, no. After you, Jared, because my <laughs> flip opinion your, means... Flip the coin. Flip the coin. No, what I, do you I, think? I, I like Clemson. Uh, hasn't Trevor Lawrence never lost? That yeah, is I true. I'd say he hasn't that's, lost that's since like, middle school, which is I just don't believe is so, actual. So, so I get five points with a guy who's never lost. I'll take that. But I know nothing about college football. I hate it. I will not watch a second of this game. I'm actually going to a hockey game tomorrow night. So wow. that shows my level of interest. Rangers Islanders. Oh, Battle for New York. Battle for New York. Is what, that, are, Mike, you to, are you going to Barclays or Madison? Is going? It's at, Mad- at the guard. I wouldn't go see hockey at Barclays. <laughs> it's, not even me- it's not even meant for hockey. They're, they're, they're jetting out of there ASAP. Yeah. I don't know why they moved. That's uh, Pigskin Junkies talking puck. Oh, yeah. Like <laughs> I would talk puck with you. I don't yeah. The Ice Wizard has Chip been – There's a lot of dust on the Ice Wizard hat. It's uh hasn't been dusted off you're in dust, quite some time. Uh, so yours truly made a colossal mistake. Uh, I will be flying from Orlando to San Diego tomorrow at 6 p- 6.15 Eastern – so I'm really, really hoping uh, that they have live TV on Alaska Airlines, Airways, whatever the heck they're called, uh, so that I can watch the game. Otherwise, I'll be catching the second half at like some airport bar, sprinting off the plane to see the second from half. Tampa? No, from Orlando. Alaska has uh, Alaska. There. Straight shot out there. What bang? Well, I was gonna fly Southwest, but then uh, Boeing and the Eight Max and. Anyways, this is not an aviation podcast. So <laughs> the complicated way of saying I will not be seeing uh, the first part. I am on Clemson. Uh, nobody loves this LSU swagger more than I do. Uh, I just think this is too many points. I think this is a coin flip game. I really could see it going either way. Uh, and if you're going to give me five, five and a half, six points, uh, I'm going to take them. I think uh, LSU beat up on a putrid Oklahoma team in the semifinal literally scored at will against a Swiss cheese Big 12 defense. Uh, and I think and expect that Clemson will have a little bit more to say about that. 
I think Clemson is battle tested uh, after their now that they finally people said they played nobody all year. Uh, they beat, in my opinion, if not the best, obviously a top three team in Ohio State uh, out west in the Fiesta Bowl. Um, and I just I think Trevor Lawrence is going to be able to get it done. I mean, he got in that semifinal game. He got nothing from his wide receivers. Uh, T, not T Martin, T, what's his face? I can't think of the kids' names now. I can see him. Um, I got nothing Justin for you. Justin Ross. It's Justin Ross, and T Higgins is the guy's name. Mm-hmm. Uh, gave him nothing. I mean, blatant drops. Uh, you saw him run for 68 yards or whatever it was. He ran a lot. Uh, that does concern me. I think if he has to run the ball a lot, LSU's probably going to be able to knock him out of the game uh, with, with some of the good dudes that they got on defense. So, you know, again, I, I view this as a coin flip game, and you're going to give me five and a half points or, or plus 85 cents on the on the get back with the money line, then that's where I'm going to be. I don't – if either team wins this game, I am not going to be surprised. Uh very bluntly i'm pissed that i'm gonna be missing it because i think it's gonna be great and and we got you know the good news is we got the two best teams uh in the title game this year so it's gonna be jumping in there i mean new orleans just uh, about an hour down the road from the red stick so it's gonna be bumping in there they're definitely gonna have a little bit of a home field advantage but um you know they played alabama in the same stadium for the Mm -hmm. title and they lost what was that five years ago six years ago they all kind of run together but uh, I think that's being overplayed in terms of an advantage. You hear it all the time from these players. Once the whistle blows, it's kind of it's the same white lines. So um, maybe a, maybe give them a half a point. But again, I just I can't get to the to the five and a half. Yeah, I mean, uh, my rebuttal to that would be just remember who they had at quarterback that year when they played um, Alabama, and the uh, fact yeah. Jeff- Jefferson. Just something Jefferson. Yeah. Not he was good. All, he wasn't even a quarterback. No. I was wide. I think he went to the NFL's wide receiver. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I'm saying. So, and the, time, the last time they played Mac before Ford. that, and then there, uh, they won the national championship with, uh, with, uh, against yeah, Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Yep. So, there you go. Fun facts. Yeah. I just, like I said, I don't, I, I don't disagree that it's an advantage for them. I just don't, they're not playing in Tiger Stadium. And I feel like the narrative that I hear is like they're playing at Baton Rouge. It's like, nah. I mean, Clemson's going to show out. It's not too far for them either. It's a battle of Death Valley. Who's going to take home the title? But that's yeah, going Scott to pro- Scott proving that college football is a regionalized sport. Yeah, <laughs> that there's two Death Valleys. The, no, just because he's going to a hockey game. Oh yeah, and it's like the best of the best college football, and he's like, eh. Yeah, that'll be all right. I don't even want to watch on TV. (laughs) (laughs) Well, all righty, junkies. Thank you so much for tuning in. We hope you had a great weekend of football. We hope you enjoy the game tomorrow night. And we will catch you later for the preview of Championship Weekend. Night. See ya. Suck the tea. <laughs>